It's the hour. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. And on today's show... Imagine pulling a Shawshank and going to IHOP instead of Mexico. Oh, man. What will conservatives say when they find out their remote kiss was from a dude? Ew. I'm wondering how you would even sell half an egg. Someone found the only grinder user looking for pussy. Ooh. <laughs> and a Wheel of Fortune host, Pat Sajak, tackled a contestant who's, who's a wrestler and attempted to bend his arm behind his back while putting him in somewhat of a headlock after he had won the bonus round. I guess he owed Sajak a lot of dough after buying all them vowels. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, the hijinks seem to have triggered Vanna due to her early days at the show in the 80s. Get off me, Pat. (laughs) I mean, honestly, really? They used to call him Patrick, but then he got the nickname because he... (laughs) As it turns out, Sajak is also looking for his missing cat on Grindr, and his cat is a top. Mm, Good to know. Mm -hmm. Meow. (laughs) Oh, man. A gay cat on Grindr. That's weird. (laughs) I'm surprised that the the profile picture. I couldn't think of what it was called. Yeah. yeah see, it's not even worth the joke anymore because uh, I fucked it up so bad. That's a shame. Just a cat asshole. He's <laughs> got a butt plug in <laughs> with the jewel. You remember those things with the cats you hang around the tail? You put it on the tail, you hide the butthole? Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, they got the opposite. They got a butt plug that has the image of a cat butthole in it. <laughs> So it still looks, you know. You know, they have the, we've talked about on the show before, the butthole chocolates. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gross. It's anyway, right? Out, yeah. And someone should make a butt plug with a picture of maybe someone else's butthole. <laughs> like, like a famous uh, butthole line? Yeah, like, yeah, a famous butthole. Because they have uh, fleshlights that are modeled and molded after famous people. They take a mold of the B-hole and the V-hole. Uh, they get someone, they're like, hey, famous person. Porn can star. we? Oh, okay, porn star. Oh, yeah, not like Kira Knightley. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Kira, we wanted to do your B-hole. <laughs> right And Johnny Depp, you just get the whole Pirates of the Caribbean collection. Hmm. Why did I, why did I, why was the first name I thought of Kira Knightley? It just, <laughs> I don't know. Right off the top of my know. head. Well, but, the Johnny Depp uh, fake dick is very weird because the balls just kind of like have their arms out <laughs> as they run. Yeah. Too much this eyeliner. Is, this is a much funnier. <laughs> These are Johnny Depp's nuts. If only we Nobody did a can video see it. podcast. Nobody can see it. Oh, man. <laughs> you have to guess what it is. So, Jason, how was your week? Uh, it's, yeah? Parent-teacher conference week. Yeah. It's just a waste of time. The last week before spring break. It's, it's always that week, too. But colossal waste of time. Nobody comes at all. I had less than 10% of my parents show up to find out. There's, uh, 90% of my students are failing. 10% showed up. Guess what 10% that was? Oh. <laughs> yeah. There were literally two parents that I actually needed to talk to. And it actually turned out to be a good time because they're like, you know, what's going on with my kid? Why are they failing? I'm like, well, I don't see them very often. Like, Ooh. they're not in school. Uh, they come late sometimes because uh, they have me first thing in the morning. And they're like, what do you mean you don't see them very often? And I'm like, they're absent a lot. Like, for example, I didn't see them yesterday. Last week, I didn't see them on Monday and Wednesday. The week before that, I didn't see them on Tuesday and Wednesday. The week before that, I didn't see them. They're like, I drop him off every single morning. Drop him off at the school? Yes. And he still leaves? He Well, he's in the building. He's just not in my classroom. Oh, that's even worse. Yep. So... I was like, well, I think we've uncovered the problem. <laughs> She's like, mm, okay, 
we will take care of this. And I'm like, good. I'm glad we had this conversation. <laughs> so that was worth it. That was worth it. Yeah. Um, you know, because all every student I have could pass. They just choosing not to. Right. Like, what are you doing? Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, so yeah, that was going on. Um, uh, not much going on other than that. You know, spring break starts, and we're gonna get out of here and have a good time. Uh, not being in school for yeah. a week. That'll be fun. Uh, we watched a movie. What was it? Oh my gosh, uh, the unbearable weight of extraordinary talent, or something like that. Okay, this is the one where Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage. Oh, and he's yeah. like needs money. And some rich guy hires him to come to his birthday party. Okay. And he's like, oh, I don't really want to do this. And he agrees to do it. And the guy is Pedro Pascal from, you know, everything right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like a big Nicolas Cage fan. And so he's, Nicolas Cage is playing himself, the actor Nicolas Cage. Right. And this guy is playing someone who's a big fan of him. And it was just a good time. Okay. It was very funny. Quite amusing. Kind of like being John Malkovich. <laughs> but being Nick Cage. I, I would say being... It, funnier oh okay yeah yeah john malkovich was just fucking weird it was very weird <laughs> malkovich 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 it was like a they... it was like a fun house of a movie is what yeah. that was i haven't seen that since it came out it's, i, I would that, watch it again like what 97 or something no 98 99 yeah. somewhere around there yeah. we should watch it sometime sure see a modern viewing of it see what we think yeah uh but yeah so we watched that that was fun um not not much not much else going on that's cool. Yeah. How was your week? Well, uh, you would never believe uh-huh. what TV show I'm watching right now. <laughs> uh, Backyardigans. Incorrect. Uh, 600 more tries. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I'm watching The Mandalorian. Really? Because I don't know if the people know this. I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I actually actively dislike Star Wars. I don't really talk about how much I actively dislike Star Wars. Really? Um, it is. I would it, think you would just be indifferent toward it. I, that's what I thought too. But it's they're the first three episode four, five, and six. They are good, like really good. Okay. And then the next three were utter hot, wet, disgusting garbage. You know why that is? Because the writing was bad and the no. acting was bad and the stories were awful. It's because we were older. Wrong. Kids born at the time love the original. Yeah, you were older than me, so you should hate it more than I do. But, but they are bad. <laughs> they are very bad. But the thing about it is, they've put a lot of other stuff since then mm-hmm. that makes them better because it fills in some you know terrible story writing. They're like, oh yeah, terrible story writing. Let's add some more stuff through these other series. And then it makes the story a little bit better. Fill some plot holes. And yes, definitely fill some questions. Stuff. Yeah. So, so, yeah, but you are right. Like, if you took those original, like, the, not the original, the one, two, three, mm-hmm. you could probably slim it down into the, the good parts and make one movie that is decent. Sure. Like, because there's some good stuff in there that is interesting and exciting. And then there's, like, twice as much just very boring, bullshitty, like, I'm George Lucas and I wanted to make it this way. Yeah. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, there's a lot. Okay, and so... Before I go on, I mm-hmm. will say I understand that much of Star Trek is also terrible. I get it, <laughs> but it's nostalgic for me, and mm-hmm. I understand how other people could like Star Wars, that being nostalgic for them. Disclaimer, I am a big Star Wars fan and Star Trek fan. Well, so. you might be the only one. 
So I, usually it's either or, right? No, I love both. Yeah. I, I actually loved Star Wars before Star Trek. Interesting. Okay. Um, because we had it on a VHS. And a lot of my complaints about Star Trek also translate to Star Wars. So mm-hmm. I don't want to sit there watching a movie and watch a bunch of people with British accents argue in like a senate chamber that's just politics and i don't want to watch so it. And that's enterprise and it's enterprise yeah mm-hmm. yeah especially the third season with the zindi i so if they if they remade so this is an aside if they remade enterprise they could take all of those scenes out every single one of them and it would be so much better mm-hmm. because a lot of times they would start an episode with that mm-hmm. and it's like i don't care yeah, i don't there was care. one that care. was in the pool oh yeah he's talking the from whale. the pool with his tiki drink I may have missed that reference. No, no, that's what you're in the pool. You go to the pool bar. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in space pools, space pools have a space yeah. bar. Yeah, with a space tiki, space umbrella. So the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I watched all everything that's available so far. Oh really? You're like last, up to date to like yesterday's episode? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Literally just watched yesterday's, right. yesterday's episode yesterday. Here's why I like it. It's, so okay, no, I'm gonna let you it, say it. It watches like a video game okay. where you like, so you have a mission, you have the uh, one character that you focused on and then like a side character, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, so the cast is big, but they only show up every once in a while. They don't mm-hmm. have, they don't try to fit a bunch, like mm-hmm. 10 different cast members all going, doing their own different things and having mm-hmm. their own side stories and stuff. It's just about the Mandalorian and this um, foundling that he's protecting, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he he needs to do something. Mm-hmm. And so I need some help. So he goes and finds a person, much like in a video game, mm-hmm. and they give him the mission. Okay, I'll give you this thing that you need, but I need you to do something first. Mm-hmm. And then uh, even when uh, there's some things sometimes where he tells um, the foundling like how to work something, and that sounds like a, a tutorial in a video game. It's so strange to me to watch it in this way. It's interesting. Um, but it's so, so good. And it's so good because... It, it is very good. It is so good. I would say it's it, it feels a lot... And they, there's a Boba Fett series as well uh-huh. where they have a few... Like the Mandalorian shows up in that. Yeah. So you may want to grab those episodes too. I don't think you have to watch the whole thing, but there's only one season. It's like 10 episodes. Yeah, I might watch uh, that. But both of them are very much, it has like kind of a space Western feel to it. Yeah. Oh, there was like, even like a little bit of like finger uh-huh, yep. twitching and stuff. And there's um, like a little Japanese thing going mm-hmm. on for a while. And the thing is with it, they've, they've pulled together some like really good actors and directors mm-hmm. to do this stuff. Uh, I know like Taika Watiti, I think did a few of them. Um, what's her name? She's, the redhead from the Jurassic Park movies. She was know. also in The Village. Oh, I don't know. Can't think of her name. Julianne Ron Howard. Ha- Ron Howard's daughter. Oh, I don't know. I can't think of her name. Uh, she she directed a few. Uh, John Favreau from like the Marvel movies. Uh, he's been big on them. But yeah, no, I I agree. I think it is very good. And as a Star Wars person too, like there's a whole bunch of little things they put in them. Yeah. That like. If you don't know, you don't know, and it's not a big deal. And if you do know, you're like, that's really cool. I've never felt left out. So I've yeah. seen the all six of the first six movies, mm-hmm. and then none of the TV shows. And then I just, I just watched The Force Awakens yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, Skip all those. Okay. Watch Rogue One. Okay, I'm, I'm working my way there. Rogue One Making is the best Star Wars movie that has ever been made. Yeah, it's so good. 
All right. It doesn't have like the bad writing issues. It has a very compelling character. It's got like a lot of stuff in it. It's very good. It's got a a Jedi monk who's blind. Oh. And Um, possibly his gay lover. I don't know. It's implied. Interesting. I feel it's implied. So I may have said this already, but you have the small little group, like one person. That's mm-hmm. the stories about them. You have other people that come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie Sackhoff's in it. She's great. She was Starbuck on Battlestar Galactica. And uh, she plays uh, old, old uh, Khan, uh, the red-haired. Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan, yes. Yeah. Oda Khan is, uh, Ota Khan, I think, is uh, um, from Star Trek New Space Nine. I think he was a. Uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, um, so again, yeah. like, as someone who's watched all the stuff, mm-hmm. like, Bo-Katan is a big character in one of the animated shows. Oh, okay. Uh, and so, like, there's a whole bunch of backstory there where it's like, ooh, this is great to have yeah. her. And she, the, she's the person who does the voice, I believe, from the cartoons. And so then she, they're like, how would you like to play the character in real right. life? And she's, she's a like, great actor great. anyway. And then the other thing about this series is The Mandalorian is that um, the, every there's an overarching theme for the, mm-hmm. for the um, series and for the seasons, but every episode has its own little contained story and he's he goes on a mission he accomplishes the mission within the hour and that's the end of the episode and then uh on top of those things i don't mind shows necessarily where there are broken characters for mm-hmm. example but the the characters in this show are really good they're, mm-hmm. they're actual heroes they're not anti-heroes or broken heroes like you know if they get into a shootout crazy things may happen but they're eventually going to win and I think Mm -hmm. that's I like that kind of show where you don't have to worry Mm -hmm. like that a main character is going to die at any second (laughs) there were a lot of shows that were like someone's not going to make it find out on next week's episode like you know they set all these characters up where one of them could have died like Lost did that and like all the shows were doing that where you know someone's going to kick it and who's it going to be right and that's no good Uh, then I liked it so much mm -hmm. I finished it and I thought, let me watch another series. And so I turned on Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, okay. And that was exactly how I remember Star Wars being. Mm-hmm. Just hot, disgusting garbage. Like, I I made it through. It seemed like I was like, okay, I'm watching this show. Nothing has happened. Why hasn't anything happened? And then it's got to be over, right? And I paused it, and it was halfway through the episode. I'm like, I can't. I cannot. It, it, the first few episodes is a lot of like, no, I'm in I'm in hiding. I can't. I'm in hiding. I can't. I'm in hiding. Nothing there's like happening. a bit of payoff near the end. Yeah. But then there's like a, God fucking damn it, Obi-Wan, twice? <laughs> You're going to fuck this up twice? You motherfucker. Yeah. But there is like a good payoff bit at the end uh, where... You see some characters interact. It's happened. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. But it's, it is, I, I didn't hate it, like, as much as, like, people on the internet hated it. Yeah. Um, But I could see why, you know, it was slow. It had a hard time going. You might like Andor. So that's Andor. That's the computer animated one? No, no, no. It's um, it's a live action. Okay. It The character's name is Andor. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a. Is he an Andorian? He's not, no, sadly. Um, (laughs) It's the same kind of thing where there's like a mission that they have to do, but it's, I think, it's either, it's like 12 episodes and like, it's like three story arcs. So it's like four episodes, four episodes, four episodes. Mm -hmm. And so you get like this arc, this arc, and this arc. Uh, And so it's 
you know, the it's like the early rebellion kind of thing where they're trying to get money and they're trying to actually form something and they've got this mission they have to go on. Yeah. Um, but much like Mandalorian, for the most part, there's like, there's no fucking Jedis. So you don't have that whole thing going on. Uh, it's it's not kid focused, which a lot of the shows are very kid focused, and so yeah. you know that's why you get Jar Jar Binks. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. we need some of funny thing, <laughs> uh, and it's like, no, we're not fucking doing that. So like, my daughter not interested in Andor at all. Mm. Now I'm like, this is a very good show. Mm. So, and not necessarily like it takes place in the Star Wars universe, and so that stuff's going on, but it's not like you know Star Warsy. There's not like the crawl and the. You know, yeah, all that kind of stuff. No, it's just like this is happening in this universe as well. That's cool because I don't want to have to understand the the political. No, you um, just have to know meanings of yeah. You know, the empire is bad. You know, these guys are trying to versus take them out. the yeah. empire versus the. No, they're all the same. New order, yeah, the new world order, yeah. And uh, we're getting Picard episodes every week, and I haven't oh. watched the, uh, today's one yet. Today, I'm gonna watch it when I get home tonight. I, I'm just loving like it's very clear they're like this is the last season we're gonna throw everything in there enjoy it enjoy it <laughs> we're bringing them all back we spent all of our money on this season <laughs> great it's it's been really good so far I really enjoyed it no I it I thought I, I just I watched it today I came home uh, we watched our episode of Survivor We made, I made pizzas while we were watching that mm-hmm. and then as soon as that was over I was finishing my pizza I turned on Picard and just had a, a very joyful experience uh, enjoying this latest jump into uh the star trek or yeah star trek universe great yeah. i have a a sound system mm-hmm. on my tv Ooh. and that just adds so much to all these sci-fi movies and tv shows that i watch mm-hmm. just the bass and the good sound and it's not even like a surround sound system it's just two speakers but mm. it's got just it gives it a little more oomph. it gives it oomph because the the Speakers that are, are built into those TVs are shitty. No, they they give. Yeah, they're like the Star Wars Episode One of sound systems. <laughs> just so you know, bad. I feel like Episode Two is worse than Episode One. They're all so bad. It's just, it's just not. Yeah, the newest ones are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's okay. That's what I call pod racing. <laughs> that was like a 30 minute waste of time it was so bad but kids fucking liked it the kids trying a thing Ugh, get the <laughs> fuck out of here with that well if you've ever written a terrible movie you can send us comments or suggestions via email at the at gmail.com uh, or if you're george lucas you can just uh like us on facebook at facebook.com slash the hour pod what else are you doing you yeah know? you know being mad that he sold it to Disney. Yeah. And then they made him... good shit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't let him near the movies anymore, do they? <laughs> no. No, definitely not. <laughs> That's why The Mandalorian's good. Uh, oh. No, one of the guys, uh, Dave Filoni, if you, you'll you see his name in the credits. So he did. That sounds, I'm sorry. That sounds like. And, you know, Dave Foley, the comedian, <laughs> it sounds like someone is doing a bad impersonation of him. Hi, I'm Dave Filoni. Um so he did a lot of the like writing and storytelling for uh, the Clone Wars series mm-hmm. and then a lot of the animated series. I've heard and, the Clone Wars is very good, too. Uh, so the first few seasons, it was just kind of a like, you know, problem of the week 
kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we're, our, our heroes are in battle. Oh, shoot, 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 they win. Hooray. And then they're like, no, I think we're going to tell a story with this. Uh, and once they started doing that, I was like, okay, you've got some good story here. And that's when they started filling in some of these plot holes from the first three. Like, you actually are like, I see why anyone would like Anakin. Yeah. Because when you watch oh. the movies, you're like, why would she like this little shit? Right. He's just a whiny little asshole. Uh, and then you get, like, you know, seasons of him in this animated series. And you're like, he's a good character. That's great. And he's got that, like, you know, trouble, like, gnawing at him in the background. Mm. But he's he's a good guy. And mm. then he goes bad. And then you actually feel bad about it. Trouble with a capital T. Mm-hmm. I really think they just come out, should just come out with a whole streaming service full of TV shows where pedro pascal protects <laughs> a child a child yeah those those I see, those shows i seem to like there was a <laughs> there was a scene in um last of us mm-hmm. and everyone like had little gifts of him like oh he turned into the mandalorian uh <laughs> because they're like well we can go this way or we can take the easy way and like his voice is like 100 percent mandalorian style yeah. and everyone's like yeah yeah. Which I, so, character are you on this one, sir? Even in that show, and I hate to gush about it more, but I, even in that show, I I love his delivery of those lines. And um, even like uh, Katie Sackhoff's the um, mm-hmm. oh, Bo-Katan. her delivery. It's, so in the Star Wars universe, they have a specific way of speaking, which I understand. It's sci-fi, and it's maybe in the future, maybe in the maybe in the past, but they're in space, whatever. But they have a different way of speaking, and they're, they're very measured in their way of speaking. And I love the way that the Mandalorian delivers his lines. And I like how um, the whole lore of the Mandalorian, but like how polite they are to each other. I don't know why I like seeing <laughs> polite people. They're like, we could kill all of you, but we're very polite yes. about it. And then he goes, thank you. This is the way. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, enough gushing. <laughs> Well, we have an update. Uh, Great. In last week's episode, when we talked about The Mandalorian for four hours. Uh, oh, wait, no, that was still this episode. <laughs> yeah. my, my mistake. My mistake. Glad we got rid of that fifth story. Yeah. <laughs> We're making up for it. We're going to have to do a segment on what's up with The Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, so we're going to stop for a second. Uh, we were in, when I was at school today, during the prep period, a lot of the teachers can't use their rooms because they need to use the rooms for other classes. Mm. Uh, my classroom is not used this semester, so all the history teachers who can't use their rooms come and sit in my room and do their prep work. Oh, so you have like a history department office. <laughs> kind of, yes, and it's my room, and it can be distracting. I like my time by myself where it's quiet and I can get work done, and sometimes, and like today, got distracted. Sure. But one of the guys was talking about like he does stained glass apparently okay i was like all right uh and he was talking about like someone was like you know you should get a playstation 5 because then we could play together and he's like i don't have playstation 5 money i'll need to sell some more stained glass work because i guess he probably has like an etsy shop or something uh and he's like but i don't know what to do and so everyone was throwing out ideas Uh, and i was like i know what you should do i want a stained glass of baby yoda but in the byzantine saint style with like the 1200s in like Istanbul where oh. they're like very stylized and they have like the gold circle around their head. Yeah. Uh, and we all got a good laugh out of that. But then I went to one of those uh, AI art generators <laughs> and I typed in baby Yoda as a Byzantine saint. Yeah. Did not disappoint. Oh, that sounds great. It was, I don't have the pictures. I'll see if I can. I have them on my computer at, at school, but uh, I'll, I'll bring them home. Maybe I'll put them on the, uh, 
the Facebook page because yeah. they were very fun. <laughs> Does he line his stained glass with lead as is traditional? Uh, I'm not sure. Because if sure. that's the case, you should get to him sooner than later because <laughs> haven't uh, made that now. Uh, got an update. Yes. Uh, in episode 233, I didn't get enough butter on my A. Mm-hmm. We discussed the man who was found dead in his closet. Uh, oh. after they were looking for him because he went missing. Yeah. And it turns out he'd been dead the entire time for Ooh. like six or eight months. Well, in a related story, uh, for six years, police say dead body was at a home near Oak Park Mall in Overland Park, Kansas. Okay. We all know how things go here at Overland Park. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the investigators figured out what happened after a visit from an Oak, uh, Overland Park police officer in October 2022, and the officers found the body just laying on the bed. Dead on the bed. Just dead on the bed for six years because they're able to use the pacemaker to figure out when the heart stopped. Oh. And so they said, so yep. they just connect a little USB to their yep, phone? They just and uh, they did a little thing. and uh, A little download? R2 came in and he put his little... <laughs> little R2 dick in and twisted around and uh, it said July 1st 2016 is when the stop the heart stopped beating wow it's like that plus 44 song uh one of the main questions of course is how did these people live in the house with a dead body for six years like just the smell come on just the smell neighbor said didn't smell anything was it mummified as well? Because the guy they found in the closet was mummified didn't did not say would it have still like skin and shit after six years? I just so in the open, not refrigerated or anything. Okay, so from what I know from all the murder documentaries I've watched, bodies will liquefy, and you won't have anything left but like liquid goo and bones. After how long? After like a few weeks. Really? But I think in those situations, they may not have paid the power bill, and maybe the the air conditioning was shut off. Or like maybe there was heat, there was like heat and like moisture and stuff involved because they were like the one person. It's weird because like if you, it seems like if they find a dead body in a house that other people are living in, this dead body has been mummified because otherwise it would be, you couldn't live there, right? Well, maybe like just because the, they were keeping the house cool or at a normal temperature in the seventies, whatever, it just, or it's dry. They died in the winter and you know, it's very dry in the winter. Very dry. Yeah. You get shocked by them. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and then if you touch him, electrical shock too. Exactly. Yeah. And that door. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you couldn't see it, but we both jerked back at the same exact time. same time. <laughs> uh, well, apparently, as many as four family members were living in the house alongside the dead body. Okay. So, well. and then some other family members were shocked when they heard about it because they're like, you know, we'd call and it just seemed weird because they were always like, oh no, he's sleeping or no, he's eating right now or he's oh. you know somewhere else, and so they. Like, where is he after six years? Oh, he's been dead the whole time. But mostly they were shocked because it was just really dry in there. It was. You know, you got to get one of those uh, humidifiers. You know? <laughs> yeah. So you can think of the nose your bodies. <laughs> just don't um, rub your feet on the carpet before you uh, head in his bedroom. Well, if you rub his head on your hair, you can <laughs> stick him to a wall. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> you know, we uh, have you ever seen a, a, a mummy? Like a real money in like a museum? Uh, uh, have I? I think I have. Yeah, I've seen pictures of them. So we were uh, at the, I think it was the Vatican Museums mm. in Italy, and they had some mummies and they had like unwrapped them a bit, mm. uh, and like it was really freaky. This one mummy had red hair. Like, oh, you could see 
red hair. Isn't that the same thing with like King Tut? Didn't he have red hair that not sure was visible after? Don't know about that. Okay, but yeah, it was freaky and like the nails and the hands and like. Can yeah. you imagine? Like, can you imagine you die uh-huh. and in two thousand years your dead body is being viewed by thousands of people under a glass box? Look, people don't want to look at me right now <laughs> while I'm alive. Why would they want to look at me after I'm dead? They're gonna be like, look at his hair. Ew, look at his. Hair. He barely had any. Ew. <laughs> I went to a restaurant tonight, and it had very strong downward lighting right on top of my head, and I know I looked bald as fuck. I know I just looked so bald. I look bald anyway, but especially when the light is really shining bright, my scalp just shines. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Well, was it an IHOP? It was, no. Or Denny's? It was the opposite. Have you been to Sava in Ann Arbor? No, no. It's very nice, very like Mediterranean, that, but like oh, is that, I was gonna say, is that the Mediterranean place or the reservations? The vegetarian, place. very strong lighting from above. So they it was moved. they huh? moved, didn't they? They used to be like oh, I don't in know, a very inconvenient spot. I had never been there before. Okay, it's right by the Michigan Theater, like around the no, corner. Yeah, I guess that's probably around the same spot then. So yeah. I guess no, they didn't move. Well, speaking uh, of IHOP, uh huh. Uh, John M. Garza and Arlie V. Nemo. I'm glad we got their middle initials. That's important. Uh, They're inmates who broke out of their jail cell in Virginia with a toothbrush. Tasted sweet. Freedom? (laughs) (laughs) Let me rephrase that. They tasted sweet freedom for a day at an IHOP miles away before they were caught. You know, the first time you sounded like, uh, what's his name from uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer? Sweet freedom. Mike Myers? Yeah. Oh. He's doing the poetry. Woman! Whoa, man, that one? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Tasted sweet freedom. <laughs> uh, the pair had used primitive tools, including a toothbrush and an, untie, uh, an untied rebar, to dig a hole out of their cell wall and scale a wall to make a daring escape. Wow. Who do you think the poster was of? Uh, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> It was a Shawshank Redemption poster. <laughs> that would be ironic. <laughs> that would be good. I don't know if they will allow them to have that in the prison, would they? <laughs> I don't know. It was it was drawn by another inmate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. The thing was, though, Morgan Freeman, huge tits. <laughs> I've heard that about him, actually. <laughs> Just watching uh, um, some uh, videos with Michael Caine in them, and um, he's talking about this acting technique that he was taught a long, long time ago by like this classic like 1940s actor, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, like, first of all, you never blink. My Michael Caine impression is terrible. But first of all, you never blink. Because if you blink, they won't trust you. And so he never blinks. And he also said, if you're looking at, like, if the camera is, like, if you're looking at somebody and the camera's over, like, to that person's left, you don't switch eyes when you're looking at them because that looks strange. You only look into one eye, and you always look into the eye that's closest to the side of the camera. Interesting. So you're facing always sort of facing out instead of like this way. You're this it's like way. a movie version of cheating out. It is, yeah, and it's very subtle. But like he kind of uh, described, he kind of did it in the video with the person he was talking to, and he was like blinking and looking back and forth and stuff, and he looked like really nervous and mousy. But then he kind of like did it with just looking into the one eye and not blinking, and I'm like, oh shit, that's Michael Caine right there. That's how he does it. Master wine. <laughs> so, um, 
Those tools facilitated their access to untied rebars between the walls. Once gaining access to the rebar, they used it to further make their escape, said Newport News Sheriff's Office. Wasn't the Newport News like a magazine or something? Uh, I think it's a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, I didn't know they had a sheriff for it, though. No. That's weird. Uh, the two men made it to an IHOP seven miles away in a neighboring town of Hampton, Virginia, hmm. opting for the Pancake House instead of the Waffle House a few blocks away. Good choice. I don't know. They may should have gone to the Waffle House. They might have gone and got caught. I don't, well, Waffle House, with, along with the other criminals that work there. Yeah, they blend right in. Yeah, you're right. So the uh, private citizens oh. that were at the uh, IHOP, they notified law enforcement when they saw the men because obviously you got a bunch of narcs at the IHOP. <laughs> Drinking their boysenberry <laughs> with a straw. <laughs> Gross. I actually don't mind. I never get pancakes when I go to IHOP. But That's I what don't, they're known for. I know, but I don't mind the boysenberry syrup. I think mean, it's pretty get good. get a fucking waffle? I get lunch. Are they even allowed to buy waffles or mm-hmm. sell waffles at the IHOP? There are no waffles. I usually get like eggs or uh, biscuits of gravy or like a burger or something. Mm. I never get like salmon or whatever the fuck they have. Ooh, I just have these like home salmon style Salmon pancakes? <laughs> With trout syrup. <laughs> this tastes a little fishy to me. <laughs> I'm thankful for the citizens who observed Garza and Nemo at the IHOP and notified law enforcement. It reinforces what we always say. See something? Say something. <laughs> Sheriff Gabe Morgan said. So Sheriff Morgan. Um, I can't wait for the movie they're going to come out with called Finding Garza. <laughs> So the sheriff's office added that it was looking at other security and construction flaws in the jail and that charges related to the escape were pending. Okay. So find other holes. Maybe don't give uh, inmates toothbrushes. That's true. Let, let the teeth rot out. Mm-hmm. You know, finding Garza might be okay, but the world according to Nemo, I think, might be the one. <laughs> Fantastic. It's a good movie. He touches the butt. No. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of butt touching, oh, the Chinese are butt touchers. <laughs> sure, probably right. Everyone touches butts. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Someone's butt. Their their own at least. At at, at least their own butt when they're checking for their wallet or pooping. You touch your butt while you poop. How else are you wiping your ass? You got to touch your butt. Okay, we're gonna go into a little of uh, nuance here. I don't consider that my butt. It's the center it's of your my butt. butt hole, but it's not my butt. If I if someone's if I say like someone touched my butt, I never mean the asshole because if I meant the asshole, I would say he touched me right in the asshole. <laughs> he touched you right in the butt hole, right in the butt hole. But if I say, "Oh, that person touched my butt," it's always just the cheeks. It's still your butt, though. But if it's the crack, I'd be like, "Oh, you got to look close to the crack." There. Is is your belly button part of your stomach? Yes, but if someone's if someone pokes my belly button, I'll specify the belly button. I won't say he poked me in the stomach. Sure, sure, sure. But he still touched your stomach, right? Technically, yes. So technically, I'm correct. Technically, the best kind of correct. <laughs> it's a TKO. <laughs> but if someone like touches my junk, I'm not going to say um, he touched me in the pelvis or in the torso. You have to be more specific than that. He touched my penis. He slapped my left nut. She grabbed my foreskin. 
they fondled my balls. You know, you got to specify those specific areas. Anyway, so the Chinese startup. <laughs> a Chinese startup inspired by lockdown isolation has invented. I don't know why it's so funny to me. Just that transition back to the story. <laughs> He has invented a long-distance kissing machine. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So a Chinese startup inspired by lockdown isolation has invented a long-distance kissing machine that transmits users' kiss data collected through motion sensors hidden in silicon lips, which simultaneously move when replaying kisses received. Because, you know, it's really sensual when two people touch their faces together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mwah! which was named after the sound commonly made when blowing a kiss. See, I pronounced it right. Very nice. Uh, Also captures and replays sound and warms up slightly during kissing, making the experience more authentic, said Beijing-based. What the fuck? I don't know. Is is that not um, Swedish? I I mean, it looks Swedish, right? It's weird because all the Chinese companies I know... Um, they're all caps. They're listed in all caps. Mm-hmm. It's all the uh, Amazon ones. It's bizarre. Yeah, but I'm so glad they, it. they only light or they only uh, warm up slightly instead of <laughs> to boiling intensity. Uh, and to make it very, very, uh, you know, if you want the the long term relationship kind of thing, uh, you can get tablets to give it morning breath. Oh, nice, so, nice, yeah. yeah. Or like <laughs> the long, long term relationship. Is uh, where one of you goes in for like a kiss, and the other one just gives it, gives a peck and just to get them away from you. <laughs> so users can even download kissing data submitted via an accompanying app by other users. What like that here sounds... innately? <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't hear what he said, it was very funny. <laughs> Did you not hear what I said? I heard, but I was saying something at the same time. Oh, okay. So if the users didn't hear, I just want them to know. They, they go back and go listen. back and listen yeah, if they didn't hear. It's very listen good. very co- closely. Yeah. Is that cheating if you uh, download someone else's kiss data? I would think so, especially Kira Knightley's. I think her teeth would get in the way of every kiss because <laughs> she, she's always. I don't think the lips have teeth in them. So. Oh well, maybe not yours. I kiss with teeth all the time. No, no, I mean the 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 kiss machine. Oh, I don't think it has teeth. Well, if you get the Kira Knightley, it does, and oh, they're just okay. real jagged. And I don't think her teeth are very jagged. I, oh, the way that she smiles, her bottom jaw is like askew. That that's accurate, but she doesn't have like you know, Smeagol teeth or anything. No, of course not. And I don't even know who that is. Incidentally, you can also download his kiss data. <laughs> Smeagol is like one of the weird dudes from uh, it's the Harry Lord Potter. The, no, Lord, oh, of, the Lord of the Rings. Okay, it's the, the little Ooh, that guy. We hates it. Oh, my precious Smeagol. Yeah. So what is what is his equivalent in Harry Potter then? Isn't there a guy? Um, a little dude. Dobby the house elf, yeah, maybe. Dobby, yeah. yeah. So the idea was born out of China's frequent, lengthy, and widespread lockdown measures during the pandemic that saw authorities forbid residents from to leave their apartments for months on end. So you couldn't get all kissy kissy. Nope. I feel but like now you can with these warm silicone lips. Mm, delicious. I feel like you they could have done more than just the kissing. They could have done a little hand holding. Mm. But this is um remember a while ago when Apple first came out with it was something on when the, I think when the watch first came out, you could send your heartbeat to someone else. Mm, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I don't know if anybody ever actually did that. Can you still do that? 
I don't even know. I've got so my watch should, on. Who should I send it. my heartbeat to? I'm right here. Oh, well. Let's see. You can just move, put your hand across I the know, table right? and feel my pulse if you want. <laughs> you know, uh, if you wanted to, I, I feel like the next thing is like a full life-size sex doll that can hold your hand and the and they kiss attachment. And oh, yeah. You know, for those people who, you know, pretend that they're a real person and take them on dates and stuff so they can squeeze their hand. Yeah. And you can get a, like Give a, them a look. A life-size, you know, Menorah and Majora, too. Not life-size, lifelike. Mm-hmm. Of course it'd be life-size. Best I can do is tell you my heart rate right now, and it's 71 oh, beats per minute. So have to look I'm not up. exactly excited right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this uh, this uh, plug-in mouth onto your phone does, doesn't do it for you? Is there... I think I saw pictures, and mm-hmm. I think I even saw a video, and it looks as, it, as creepy as you can imagine. yeah. yeah. Definitely, it's, it like, it's just lips. It like plugs into like the charging port on the bottom of your phone. Yeah, and it's got like, these lips sticking out. The front you of make it. out with your phone. You can't even stick your dick in it. <laughs> I mean, that's coming next, right? Well, I will be if I can stick my dick in it. <laughs> uh, I was in a relationship back then, but I could not. Sorry, meet my girlfriend due to lockdowns," said inventor Zhao Jinbo who at the time was a student at the Beijing Film Academy. Hmm. Apparently he did a, a film for his th- senior thesis about like loneliness during uh, the lockdowns. Oh, okay. So good for him. And I then... did a film about missionaries. So <laughs> I was were there. <laughs> Not about missionary, missionaries. Yes. That's what I said, missionaries. Yes. So he later set up Siwei Fuxie, which uh, sounds like a sneeze to me. It's a released MUA, its first product, or mwah, like you said, is mm-hmm. the correct pronunciation. Its first product on January 22nd, priced around 260 yuan, or $38. That's not that bad. Oh, I thought you had something. No, no, no. I, I don't, don't have anything. You know. So, um, That's just, I mean, it's... 38 bucks is not bad, is yeah, what I'm saying. It's, it's not an expensive app. It sold 3,000 of them in the first two weeks. That's 6,000 lips, by the way. <laughs> I did the math. <laughs> and with orders for around 20,000 more, 40,000 lips. That's a, that's almost $100,000 they've made. Yeah? I mean, $38, that's like, we'll round it up to $40. Will this be one of those 120,000? Like I, um, back when we were in the office, um, this was quite a few years ago, we had these, they were called link lights. Mm. And they were these little lights that would... Uh, display the color of whatever your um, whatever your availability was in huh. in Microsoft Skype, which is now Teams. Mm-hmm. It would be green if you were available, yellow if you were away or busy, and red if you could not be talked to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe this like it, they just stopped working because the software changed, and then they didn't it didn't take off. And so is is Teams. What Skype you like? Skype is now Teams. Yeah, Skype turned into Teams. Well, I thought there's still Skype. Skype for business turned into Teams. Oh, okay. And there is still regular Skype for you know personal use. Okay. Because I was like, I feel like I've logged into Skype recently. Yeah, for like gaming and sex chats oh. and stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> resembles a mobile stand with realistic pursed lips protruding from the front. Uh, users must download the app and pair their kissing machines, uh, which plug into a charging port. Hmm. 
device is available in several colors, though with the same unisex lips. Okay. It has received mixed reviews. Among the top complaints was its lack of tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Because the thing I want is a robotic tongue trying to French me. Just salmoning itself into your mouth between your lips. They're gonna they're gonna get those you know when they do the people who have computer generated and they put all the little dots on their face. Oh yeah, so they can see how it moves. Oh yeah, they're, they're gonna get Paul Stanley uh, from Kiss. Oh, uh, with do, his they're gonna put all the little dots on his tongue. It's gonna unroll like in the cartoons yeah. where the wolf you know sees the, the sexy lady. Mm-hmm. His tongue unrolls out of his mouth, falls down, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not the first remote kissing device. Researchers at Tokyo's University of Electrocommunication invented a kiss transmission machine in 2011, and Malaysia's Im- Im- sorry Imagineering Institute made Kissinger in 2016. <laughs> that's that's a good that's the good name for it. Yeah, and, and if you don't like it, he'll bomb you. Yeah, and if you really are looking for the next level of kissing technology apparently you just have to go to asia i said asia and it came out asia mm-hmm. weirdly okay anyway asia. asia i know china and asia and now for our segment where jason and jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems i can fix it i can fix that we can fix it i alone can fix it why do i fix everything i touch it's the hour advice next week on mm-hmm. the show Yes. You're going to give a review of your hotel that you stay in yes. when you're uh, on vacation. Well, ne- next show that I'm on. So, oh. Because I will oh, not right. be here for next week. I don't know if you'll have a guest show or if you'll just take a break as well. I think it's still up in the air. I haven't asked anyone yet mm-hmm. to be on this, to record the show with me. It's always fun to, to you know, listen to the show when I'm not on it. Yeah. I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> Ooh, let's listen to their banter. I get sad. Like, why is this person better than me? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're a guest. I've thought about, like, very briefly, and I don't think it would work. I've thought about just doing it by myself mm-hmm. as, like, a, just, like, a one. Solo. Yeah, like, a, who's a Rush Limbaugh or uh-huh. yeah, yeah. other radio one personalities yeah, on yeah. garbage. So I listen to a show that, has two hosts mm-hmm. and they've done like two or three episodes where they only do one and it's so not as good. Yeah. And there's no conversation back and forth. It's, the it's banter. just like, yeah, it's just like mm-hmm. the chemistry. There's no conversation. It's yeah. just one I think person talking. Individually, they're probably both interesting and yeah, funny, yeah. right? So like they have YouTube channels individually that I watch yeah. and they're fine, but the show is the two of them. I mean, theirs is basically like, Ask answering questions that people write in. Like we don't have anyone to write into us, so <laughs> well we, we just, do, but they just don't. Yeah, they just yeah. We, we've got people. You're listening right now. <laughs> write us a letter and ask us to help you with some advice. Assholes. We have gotten um, emails from Tony, which is Wogan's uh, yes. former coworker. Yes, that's so. true. That's true. That's nice. So I take it back. You're not an asshole. Yes. But the rest of these assholes listening right now. And then I assume your wife doesn't write because she sees you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She gives me the corrections. And, and then friend of the show Logan doesn't write because he sees me. Yeah. Anyway. And friend of the show Danny, same thing. Yeah. He sees me. And You're right, right. Talks about things. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's all of our listeners. I take it back. None of you are assholes. <laughs> You're all wonderful. So speaking of assholes, Jason, uh-huh. when people say landlords need to be abolished, who are they supposed to be replaced with? They don't think that far ahead. No. I mean, 
just the I, I saw someone making this argument on one of the things before and I'm like one some people literally don't want to own a house because they don't want to have to mow lawns and do shit and things like that sure that's not something they're interested in. two not everyone can afford the upkeep of a house I think that instead of a abolishing landlords saying they want to abolish landlords i think landlords should be heavily regulated yeah i agree there should be a certain amount they can raise rent there should be or maybe a certain number of properties that they can own Mm -hmm. in this business like so because i think the problem with a lot of landlords is the situation they they own too many properties yeah there's not enough housing for people who do want to buy that's affordable Mm -hmm. Uh, but then when they own too much property too many properties then they then there's this like the price of the rent is too Too controlled and you end up with rents that are too high and too ridiculous uh, because they're trying to make profit on it. And so like, and because people are buying up all these properties to use as rentals, the price of the property goes up, which then means they need to raise the price of the rent. And it's just all a bunch of nonsense. I saw a thing. uh, I think it was a tweet or something. And the guy said, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, barely making my rent. And my landlord said, if I don't pay my rent, he won't be able to make his mortgage. So my landlord is living my paycheck to my paycheck. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So yeah, I think. I don't know what is with this. Okay. It's like I, I. So it could be like abolish landlords. Maybe they're just going a little farther, so that it can be pulled back a little bit. It's like abolish the police force. Like of course we need police. Just pull it back a little bit. You know, say the thing that you uh, more than what you want, so that when you negotiate it, it you can act. Ex- actually what you want for some people i think that's giving them more credit oh okay i think they do take extreme think far ridiculous enough yeah like okay well what what would that actually mean inflammatory remarks get you more attention that's true than just saying oh we need to regulate landlords or regulate the police people are like, okay abolish landlords and then there's a thing on reddit about it and then we talk about it for five minutes yeah jeff yes uh would limiting the age of the president to 65 be something you'd support Yes, absolutely. Because everyone should be able to retire by 65, (laughs) including politicians. Are are you saying that someone over 65 should not be allowed to be in charge of anything if the people want him or her to be? I am saying that I think everyone should retire at 65. And -hmm. just like in the show Dinosaurs, they should all be pushed off of a cliff at a certain age. Mm. Into tar pits. I was watching a th- another video thing, and it had Eleanor Roosevelt on it. And uh, the host, it was like an old TV show. I think it was like What's My Line or something. And he asked, um, what do you think about some people say that uh, you should be president? What do you think of that? And she goes, I'm 72 years old. Be serious. <laughs> <laughs> she knew. Uh, Jason, uh-huh. why are artists such as painters, authors, and actors and directors often liberal or left-leaning? Because they're probably exposed to more than the little podunk town you're from. And so they're like, oh, other people are people too. Interesting. I mean, acting requires empathy because you yeah. need to be able to understand the pain of someone who is not you Uh through the things that their your character is going through. Yeah, interesting. And so you have to like acting everyone's like, "Oh, well you're just being someone else." No, you're not. You're being you going through a different situation and you need to connect with those emotions and that's when your acting is good. 
It it's not you pretending to be someone else. It's you using your own emotions to portray that experience. And so to to be a good actor, you have to be yourself. Yeah. It's always uh, crazy to me to see an actor or an artist or some of the creative type that is then uh, not liberal. Most <laughs> like that guy are. that does the paintings of like all the liberals doing shitty things and like Donald Trump saving us or something. <laughs> yeah. Like the one with <laughs> Obama standing on the Constitution and the all one the founding fathers are like, oh, dare this guy. Trump as Jesus with like a ripped abs and yeah. stuff. You really have to stretch your imagination. <laughs> like those are, are some of them are surprisingly well done, like like disgusting content. But like, oh, those abs look real. Jason? Uh, no, I think it's me. Oh, it's you. Because okay. you just, uh, you just uh, I did, you're right. Did the thing. I just always interject. Uh, Jeff, yes. what's a cooler way of saying, don't worry about it? Forget about it. No, that's very cool. <laughs> oh, man. No worries. I think everyone says no worries. <laughs> ah, no worries. Sometimes I say no worries, but in my head, definitely worries. <laughs> Jason, if Donald Trump really gets arrested on Tuesday, um, that was two that days was, ago. Yeah, that's uh, not happening. But refuses to go willingly. What do his Secret Service guys do? Help take him into custody. Yeah, because they're yeah, not they, protecting yeah, him. They're, they're protecting the country. Yeah, right? yeah. They're, they're, I mean, him being arrested is not a protection situation. Right. He's under further. I mean, the Secret Service is part of the government and the police are part of the government. Well, the FBI would be in that situation. So. so let me ask that question in a, in the correct tense. Mm-hmm. If Donald Trump really got arrested on Tuesday but refused to go to have went willingly, what did what would his Secret Service guys have done? Uh, shot him in the back while he was running away. <laughs> oh, wait, no. So Secret Service, not police. Ah, yeah, not yeah, police. Yeah. Sorry, my mistake. Uh, he's not white. <laughs> he's he's well, kind orange. of orange. Yeah. yeah. Well. Weren't you glad he's uh, visible at night? Mm, mm-hmm. He glows. I so Jen Psaki was on the Colbert the Night Show, almost at the Colbert Report, mm-hmm. the, the Late Show, and she's so she's still so good. I love hearing her speak, mm-hmm. and even though she's not really, I don't know what she's doing right now, but she was a great press secretary. She was great. Right. She was great. really good. Jeff, yes. are there any subreddits for people with low IQs? This one. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, uh, <laughs> if they're really low IQs, I don't know if anyone would be able to moderate them. <laughs> Jason, should a 19-year-old be able to go out whenever they want? Uh, I guess. Yeah. Like, are you living at home and your dad doesn't want you to go out because you, you know, it's his house and his rules? Yeah, it says my dad didn't let me go out for a drive with my friends today. His excuse was that it was a weekday and 1 a.m., and he can't sleep until I get back. Okay. So part of me says that's his problem. If he can't sleep, if you're not there, that's mm-hmm. a little overprotective. But also I get it because I would feel that way about my child. But also let go of your child. <laughs> There's, they're not a child anymore. But also maybe literally you come back in, you wake him up because of yeah. where the house is set up. So right. like. I don't know. There's there's kind of some situations. Yeah, there's and and it's when you're that age, it's like oh, I can't want to go anywhere. But w- also when you're older, if you want to go out for a late at night drive, you'll have someone living with you, like a child or a spouse or whatever, or or you know, live in you know, boyfriend and sin or whatever, <laughs> and then they will be woken up when you get home. And sometimes people he will get woken up, they can't go back to sleep. Yeah, 
yeah. So I would say maybe you and dad should talk. And if you want to go out for a drive at 1 a.m., cool. Just don't go home. Don't come home that day. Yeah. Just come home later in the morning. I'm sure he wouldn't like that. Uh, well, I, I get yeah. the impression it is the overprotective nonsense situation. But have like, a conversation with your daddy. Yeah. I mean, I remember staying out late at eight, 19. Yeah, me too. It happened. You had to come in quietly, be respectful of other people. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. Be respectful of other people. Um, if, if you raised your kid okay, they're not going to be out there shooting drugs in their eyeballs oh, or whatever. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Under their fingernails. Yeah. Jeff, is not sleeping a valid reason to call in sick? Uh, yeah, especially if your kid comes comes home late. Jason, <laughs> uh-huh. if humans have been dying for millions of years, why haven't our brains evolved to cope with tragedy well? Who said it hasn't? Oh. Maybe the evolution is that we are, we feel death more acutely. And so we try to not allow our other friends and family members to die. We protect protect them them. more. But also like we go through a grieving process and then move on. Yeah. Like, sure. It's still like sad. You miss this person, whatever, but it's not that same debilitating when it first happens. Yeah. So like when I cried while scooping dog poop earlier this week, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, it was fine. Yeah. Jason. I'm just saying five years from now, probably. Won't I'm be. not going to cry yeah. while scooping dog poop. Exactly. Yeah. Jason, uh, do Americans really not use passports? Uh, only if they leave the country. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah, well, yeah, I wouldn't we use passports. I think what they're saying is like most Americans don't have passports. Oh. Or like between state to state, maybe they mean? Uh, oh, let's see. Recently, I saw a post where it seemed like Americans mocking Europeans because the Europeans were confused how Americans don't use passports. The most common reason cited was Americans' size and a tendency to not travel abroad. So, yeah, it's the <coughs> it's that Ameri- many Americans don't have passports because they don't travel, travel right. internationally. Because why would I need a passport if I'm not going to travel? Yeah. I mean, it's fucking expensive to go anywhere. Right. It's not like, I mean, in Europe, you can go, you know, two hours puts you in fucking Egypt. Whereas, you know, two hours for us on a plane, we're in Florida. Ugh. Like We don't have to leave the country to see wide varieties of things. Right. And everything that we would want to see is very far away. And for a long time, if, even if you went to Canada or Mexico, you didn't need a passport to get back. Yeah. I mean, if you have the enhanced license, you don't need a passport. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. There you go. Jeff. Yes. Does anyone else feel extremely excited during times when they have a delivery on the way for them? Yeah. It's called uh, capitalism. Jason, Uh if police can look up whether you're insured or if your plates are valid, why is it necessary to carry around those documents? Do they look up if you're insured? In Michigan, they do. Do they? And you don't need to provide your proof of insurance. You don't need a piece of paper anymore. You can just provide it on your phone. No. But then they already know. Then why are they asking for it? I don't think they asked for it. I, they ask, well, there's the thing. Like, I, I don't wait. I haven't been pulled over. I don't fucking know. It's been a while. Uh, don't they just ask for license and registration? Do they? But then why do, do they, they need to, registration? They can look at the sticker on your thing. Up. They yeah. just need your license. Make sure you're not. Uh, you, you you are who you say you are. So the only time recently that I've ever dealt with a police officer was when uh, I got rear-ended. Oh. Um, from oh. the car, two cars back didn't stop and hit the car behind me which bumped into me like nothing bad i mean it was bad enough that insurance had to fix my entire back like bumper panel yeah but it was not like nobody was injured and it wasn't severe or anything like we didn't move we we stayed in the same spot we just kind of like felt a bump yeah Uh, and 
I remember he took my license to fill out the report, but I don't think he took my insurance or anything. Right, but because it, it wasn't a traffic stop. No, no. So I recently, I just got delivered yesterday, mm-hmm. is I got a little breathalyzer because mm-hmm. I've been curious for a really long time. We used to sell those when I worked at Brookstone. Yeah. And these are supposed to be pretty accurate, right? Uh-huh. Um, but when I think I'm okay to drive after having, let's say, a two beverages, am I really okay to drive after having two beverages? Or is that just, you know, I think I am. So I wanted, like, proof. Like, I wanted, like... Some data. Some data. So this is how I feel right now. And this is how many drinks I've had. And this is what I actually... Um, this is what my blood alcohol or body alcohol content is. So I had last night, I got home and I had two drinks with two shots in them each in an hour. Uh And I blew 0.09, which is a lot. That's the limit, right? That is over the limit. 0.08 is the limit. That's a lot lower than I thought it was going to be after having four four shots. In one hour. In one hour. And you you have to wait 20 minutes after the last drink. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and I waited the, the time and it was 0.09 and then like it did quickly you, like, dropped to 0.08. I was going to say, did you check it again like 10 minutes, 15 minutes later? It was like half it? an hour later. It was like 0.08. Wow. Yeah. So like when. that alcohol. Yeah. So, you know, I'll just have a bunch of drinks now and drive and it'll be fine. <laughs> well, really, I just. So it's it's also like when I am out, I would like to know if. So obviously the best way to do it is just don't have any alcoholic beverages before you drive. That's what I do. Um, yeah. But then, you But I also know. feel like you go out somewhere. Like, we're going to meet after the work day, f- and we're each going to get a drink. Right. Or two drinks. at, at the And at the bars and restaurants that sell liquor, they can only exist. We've talked about this on the show before. They can only exist if people drink there and then drive home. Yeah. So everyone drinks and drives at some point, right? It just depends on... Is buzz driving, junk driving, or whatever. So I just would unless like they don't, to know. Unless they don't drink and drive. Maybe they don't at like, all. Like I said, I don't. Right. I've never had a drink and then driven anywhere. So not even a margarita at a restaurant, nothing. Nope. No, I generally don't get alcohol at a restaurant. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's ridiculously expensive. You're right. Like there's been a few times, but usually it's like we're on vacation and you know we don't have to drive. We're somewhere where we take a bus or it's in our hotel or you know something like that where I don't have to get in the car after i'm done yeah so i just wonder sometimes like as i'm leaving a party maybe mm-hmm. i need to sit in my car for a little longer or whatever um because i, I want to know am i going to blow you know less than 0.08 or am i going to have to blow a cop to get off you know i which, mean which they all one? say they're all say they're 08 but really it's 05 <laughs> eggs <laughs> <laughs> so when we were preparing for the show mm-hmm. uh, i was looking for the i was looking through the the refrigerator for some sort of beverage yeah and i was having trouble and, and i moved a package of tortillas tortillas see and under these tortillas was a container of like 24 eggs but only had three eggs in it because we have one of these egg holder boxes oh yeah uh and i was like hey there's eggs down here did you know there's eggs down here uh, i was like i did not know there were eggs down there now you put know. them in the egg box. Well, they weren't expired, were they? They they were not expired <laughs> that I'm aware of. I don't know. I didn't look. She didn't look. And she'll find out later. Yeah, we'll find out later. No, I'm sure when they're, they're fine. I'm sure they're fine. Well, the other eggs from that same box are in the egg holder. Yeah. So I'm sure they're fine. Yeah. Oh, I uh, I bought some Kerrygold butter. Oh, yeah? Just to have on hand. 
I mean, I, if I you, like it so much. If you ever want, we can pick it up for you at, at Costco. It's way cheaper. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. It's like the price of two sticks for four. Might take you up on that. Are they selling hydrangeas yet? Have you been uh, there recently? I didn't see. They're doing roses right now. Oh, yeah. Like fragrant roses. I don't. I can't. I can't plant thorny things in my own garden. Yeah. I love roses. I want to. So we went to um, FDR's house. You want to do what to roses? I said I want to plant a bunch of roses. Oh, okay. Uh, so we went to FDR's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleanor's also his house. Her uh, house. Yeah, her house is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, actually, it was his mom's house originally. Oh. Either way, doesn't matter. Um, while we're like right down the road from FDR's house is a Vanderbilt mansion. Okay. Uh, and in the Vanderbilt mansion is a rose garden. Hmm. And so we went at a time of the year where the roses were not in full bloom, but they they've just got like this big area, uh, rows and rows of roses. And then kind of like a gazebo with a little bench in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I sat in the bench and the wind just kind of gently blew. And the smell of the roses was just like, whoosh. And it smelled so fucking good. Yeah. I was like, this is the best place I've ever been in my entire life. It smells so wonderful. Uh, and and I want that kind of recreation. Oh, yeah. That's and how Anderson Cooper got his superpowers. From roses? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the- Did he paint the roses red? Uh, I don't know. Whatever his family wanted to do. Oh, man. He's a Vanderbilt, you know. I do know that, yeah. yes. Did he egg, egg their house? He's like, fuck you, you rich motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm on CNN. <laughs> he did it after he became famous. <laughs> <laughs> he gave him some more credentials. Like, I'm a Vanderbilt. And I say, fuck them. Let's egg them. You can't egg them now. It's way too expensive. It is, yeah. Well, even the Vanderbilts can't afford it. Yeah. That and like to- toilet paper in the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Peak of the pandemic. Is, Egging in toilet papering. You're like, gonna have to. What ramen, are we rich? Ramen noodle a house now. Do, do you win Survivor? <laughs> How do you have that much money? So speaking of rich and poor people, uh huh. The Dollar Tree, which sells most products for a dollar twenty-five now. So it's the dollar twenty-five tree and a small selection of items for three and five dollars. So it's just a store that mm. sells cheap items. Yeah. Five below. You know. It's five below. Not anymore. They're changing the name to Five Beyond. Oh. So they can raise their prices too. Five Bath and Beyond. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, stops. They'll uh, so the Dollar Tree will stop selling eggs at stores because the company can't make money offering them at flat prices. I have never seen eggs in a Dollar Tree. I went on vacation with a friend one time, mm-hmm. and uh, was with a bunch of friends. And one of my friends vetoed buying milk at a dollar at a Dollar General because he did not feel safe drinking milk that was purchased at a Dollar General. And that's how I knew he didn't grow up poor. <laughs> that was, uh, I was really surprised by that. The rest of the group was like, what? And he goes, no, I'll go to any other grocery store, not Dollar General, like a grocery store. All right, buddy. I mean, I feel like a Dollar General, it's like, I don't know, it's like buying it from a Dollar Tree. I think, a, well, I think or, a Dollar General would be just as safe as buying it from a Piggly Wiggly. Or well, any Piggly other, Wiggly is the original grocery store. Yeah, or any other podunk ass small town I feel grocery like it, store. It'd be IGA. Like, it, I mean, I guess it can't be any worse than like buying a gallon of milk at a CVS or a gas station. You, you wouldn't, you wouldn't buy milk at a gas station. No, it's gonna be way overpriced. <laughs> yeah, you buy milk at a gas station. Yeah. what's going on? I don't know. It doesn't feel like it'd be great. I mean, they can't even keep straws stocked right in the gas station that's true you can smell milk and know if it's bad immediately though that's my thing yeah but then i've then i've got bad milk i don't know until, i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna 
grab a knife and cut into it and sniffed it and <laughs> get a little bit on the knife edge and yeah that's good it's that's good, good milk, milk. Uh, egg prices have surged, fueled by short supply caused by a deadly avian flu, high production costs, and egg production increasing their own profits. I'm glad that they threw that third one in there because, yeah, there are excuses, but also they're just being rich assholes. Yes. That's what we get for having corporations big egg. produce our food. Big egg. Fucking big egg. It's, I mean, small egg is very expensive as well. Right. Like, there's, quail some, eggs, yeah, there's some people yeah. not far from where my grandma lives and they're selling, you know, Farm fresh eggs, um, I thought four dollars we a four dollars a whatever, a gallon. dozen, yeah, a gallon. I thought we were talking about you know ostrich eggs versus you know oh, no, pigeon no, no, eggs no, or something. Talking like little producers. So egg costs had jumped thirty eight percent for producers annually in February and fifty five percent for shoppers. Although eggs wow. are beginning to wait, get wait, wait. cheaper. So you're telling me the cost of producing eggs went up thirty eight percent, but the cost of selling them to me went up fifty five percent. Interesting, interesting. Is Indeed. That, so that twenty percent increase is just your profit, eh? Yeah, the grade A eggs. A. Are they Eglin's best? Is that a thing? Yeah, they advertise. Are those them the on, ones with the little stamps on them? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. advertise them on uh, Price is Right. Oh. Not Price is Right. Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Oh. Pat Sajak. It's one of their every night. Eglin's best. Wheel of Fortune is brought to you by Eglin's best. If they did it on prices right, no one would know how much the eggs were. They, they, they had wouldn't. to guess. No. I don't know, between three and ten dollars. I don't know where are we buying eggs. Is it we buying them in San Francisco or you know, um, you know, shit ass Missouri? It's <laughs> my favorite town in Missouri. Yeah, they don't have any uh, pa- toilet paper there. No, <laughs> shitty asses, cheap eggs. Yep. <laughs> Uh, the average price for a dozen grade A large eggs was $4.21 in February, according to data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So ah, They monitor those things, eh? They do. They do. So most retailers have raised egg prices on customers to adjust for higher costs, but Dollar Tree doesn't have as much flexibility to raise prices. Our primary price point at Dollar Tree is $1.25. The cost of eggs is currently very high, said company spokesman Randy Guller. Uh, Dollar Tree will bring back eggs when costs, sorry, when costs are more in line with historic levels. Okay. The Dollar Tree on Washtana mm-hmm. often closed with oh. a hand-scribbled note in front. Interesting. Closed, sorry for inconvenience. And uh, I mean, just going to a Dollar Tree is inconvenient. So, yeah, well, we were going to my daughter and I were going to look for some like some cheap art supplies or something. Mm -hmm. She wanted some pencils and I don't know, some I don't know, some rose art crayons. Yeah, whatever. Not even rose art. But yeah, shittiest (laughs) of shitty. Yeah. Uh, But instead, we went to Michael's and got her really expensive shit because they were open. (laughs) So the inconvenience of going to a Dollar Tree was further inconvenienced by them not being open. Literally, yes. I pulled into the driveway. Oh, did I tell you about Tacos El Panda? I don't know. Okay, so there's a food truck called Tacos uh-huh. El Panda. It's it's in front of Arborland, also uh-huh. in Washington. And they have this uh, Berea ramen. Uh-huh. So this should ring a bell if I told you about it. So they make Berea tacos there. That I think I knew. That are like $3, whatever per taco. Uh-huh. And this Berea ramen uh-huh. is like $11. But it's, oh, it's so good. Oh, the really? Meat. And they add, so they take a regular, like a, a pre-made ramen bowl thing that's like a Mexican ramen, which I didn't even know existed. And then they make that. Like with cumin? Yeah. 
instead of soy. Literally, and it says artificial beef flavor on the front, which oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's it was it not meat? Is it not beef? What is it? What is it? Artificial. Okay. Anyway, so they make it out of there, but then they put in their burrilla that's so tender and tasty and so good, and then a bunch of vegetables, whatever, and cheese, and it's very tasty. Eh? Yes. So so good. I went there once. Fantastic. Wanted to go again. They were closed. Okay. It's a food drug. Hand, hand scribbled sign. No hand scribbled sign. Just all closed up. Oh, okay. Um, but that was on a Sunday, and I was like, oh, they're probably not open Sundays. So I tried again on a Tuesday. Also closed. What mm. the fuck? Maybe they're on vacation. Maybe they're on vacation. Tried again on Saturday. Also closed. What the fuck? Maybe they're so out of eggs. I I liked, I liked them so much that I messaged them on Instagram. I was like, hi, this is what happened. When are you guys open? Or are you closed for good? And they messaged me back personally. They were like, hi, sorry we were closed because we had a baby. Oh, We'll be back on Monday. I'm like, Congratulations. Congratulations. I'll see you Monday. <laughs> and I've been twice in this last week. <laughs> but I was because I get pissed when I go try to go to places and they're closed because it's it's why is it so inconvenient for me to turn into a place? I don't know. It's more inconvenient anytime it's on Washington because if you turn into a place, mm. you might have to make a left out of there and there's no yes. fucking left to make or yuck. I hate that whole area. I hate inconvenience. Glad I bought a house near there. <laughs> so, um, do we say the last two things? No. Okay. Dollar Tree used to sell cartons of eight or six eggs for a dollar. In 2021, Dollar Tree announced it would raise prices to a dollar twenty-five because selling everything for a dollar was squeezing business. Can't have your business squeezed. Uh, the egg doesn't want to. Uh, or sorry, the chain doesn't want to offer eggs at sticker shock prices, and it hurts their reputation with shoppers if it's too expensive. <laughs> Because I know people have a high reputation for <laughs> for the Dollar Tree. Yeah. The finest products for $1. Yeah, you can't even get them because they're fucking closed. <sighs> I don't even know. I have no transition for this. No. Um. So a heartbroken cat owner oh. is using dating apps like Grindr and Tinder. Oh. To heal their broken heart? To help track down their lost pet. Uh, Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Ruby went missing last weekend, leaving her owner, Aaron Johnson. Johansson? Johansson. Like Scarlet? Yeah. Well, it's spelled differently, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, Scouring the streets in search of her beloved animal. I have a feeling (laughs) she gets too involved with Grindr and Tinder. Uh, The cat won't be the only thing missing. (laughs) Or meeting up with oddballs online. So Aaron plastered the streets with posters in an attempt to locate Ruby. However, it left her no closer to finding the six-year-old feline. This is when a friend suggested that she use his profile on dating app Grinder to find the missing cat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this could uh, not help find your cat. It's not going to m- like get be the super... cat more lost. Yeah. It's not going to be worse. So I will say that uh, Grinder and I think Tinder too all show you profiles that are the closest to you. So yeah, you can find um, people in your neighborhood, like literally within, let's say, a mile of where you are. Help me find my lost cat. Also, so Grinder is like that song from Sesame Street. Into butt stuff. Who's into butt stuff in my neighborhood? <laughs> In my neighborhood. But also, she should just use next door because then you find people in your neighborhood too. Maybe they don't have next door there. Uh, they okay. 
I don't know if they do or not. Yeah, I don't know either. It's England, so. Uh, oh, it's England. Okay. Yeah. They have next door. <laughs> I saw, I was reading a blog, and someone abbreviated the word neighborhood as nabe. Ew. Ugh. Get that out of here. Gross. It's like no one says that. Chicken parm. <laughs> Nugs. <laughs> uh, so, the, uh, though she was first unsure about the idea, the 22-year-old was surprised when users started reporting sightings of Ruby after seeing her photo pop up on the app in the vicinity of Brighton, East Sussex. Uh, Aaron, who works at a nursery and a juice bar, mm. said, We are better searching for Ruby since Saturday. But we have no luck. That's sad. I... However, the friend neglected to change the personal specifications for Ruby. So the profile described her as being single and a bottom with an average body build and interest in karaoke, movies and reading and who was looking for dates. Around eight people have contacted her so far about Ruby, three of whom got in touch via Grinder to say they had seen her cat. Mm. First pussy they've seen in a long time. <laughs> Might be the only pussy they've ever seen. Yeah, could be. Mm-hmm. On Grinder, they saw it. <laughs> I thought we'd be getting messages making fun, but everyone took it really seriously and were just looking to help, said Aaron. Oh, that's good. Except they haven't found the cat yet, but no. at least they're trying to help. Yeah. I hope they find little Ruby. That's kind of sad. Very nice of the case. Although many times cats run away to die, don't they? Isn't that a thing? Uh, I guess. I don't know. We get hit by is that cars. a real thing or is that just something people say? Like, you know, cats run away to die and they'll take a baby's breath. Oh, yeah. You're right. Because cats will sit on a baby's face if they could. I mean, they'll sit on a person's face. That's true. They're very into face sitting. <laughs> Which is a Which... thing on Grinder. <laughs> So what did we learn today, Jason? Uh, we learned that uh, if you're going to go and break out of prison, that the International House of Pancakes is not a non-extradition treaty uh, place. Yeah, so no. you, you need to go to the Mexican House of Pancakes, <laughs> uh, not the one here in the, the United States. Yeah. Or the Waffle House with the rest of the criminals. Yes, that could be too. We also learned that uh, the Chinese have created a long-distance kissing machine. And that's creepy and weird. It is. Uh, we learned that Dollar Tree is now eggless. Mm. So if you have egg allergies, you can go to Dollar Tree now. Oh, I do, but I won't. <laughs> and we also learned that uh, you can find uh, maybe cats on dating apps. Who are bottoms. Mm, wait, wait. Is there a dating app for animals that you're trying to breed? If there's not. If there's not. You heard it here first, friends. idea. Yeah. Oh, man. That could be a hundred air. Studfinder.com. <laughs> that's that for, would, it's for horses. That would that would be a good uh, a, a search app for, like, um, uh, handyman. Studfinder.com. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's just a very strong magnet. You know they're a good handyman because they have lots of iron in their diet. Yeah. It sucks them right into you. It sucks them right in. Like the, uh, it's like the good stud finders that are... Magnets, right? Instead yeah. of little yeah, yeah. sensors. What is, what's sensing even? Yeah. I'm just dragging the, the it magnet. Out. The magnets also have uh, two lips, mm, so it yeah. can start making out with the uh, guys. Yeah, this hour's been an hour and 19 minutes. Good timing. Yeah, almost. Speaking of stud finders, oh, a long time ago, uh huh, in a city far, far away, 
I was visiting a friend mm-hmm. and she mistakenly thought that because I had owned a home and had done things that I would be good at hanging a TV on her wall. Oh no. So she lives in TVs a TVs are expensive and yeah. She lives in a high rise apartment as Ooh. well. Okay. So the studs in those walls are unknown. They're not like 16 on sensor. They're not, I don't, I assume they're not load bearing, whatever. I don't even know if there's wood in them. You know what I mean? Just concrete. It could be concrete. Or steel. Yeah. yeah. Could be See, the no, steel studs. The, yeah, the steel studs. Yeah. So she's like, what do we need? And I said, and uh, I had another friend there, you know, a couple, a few of us went, my ex wife and uh, friends. Anyway, so she's like, what do you need? I'm like, well, you need a drill and you need a stud finder and you need um, like the, kit to hang or like the little frame to hang the tv from and then you need some screws and maybe some drywall anchors and so they got all of those things and um so we're using the stud finder right on the wall and going along and it's beeping and stuff we're finding the studs and we're marking them and finally find a stud that like near the area where they wanted to hang the tv is kind of at the foot of their bed um, and this was in a wall that was an internal to their apartment. So one side of the wall was their bedroom. The other side of this wall was um, their living room. And then part of it was like a utility closet. So I get the drill. We find the stud. I get the drill. I drill through the drywall. And then right as I'm drilling into the stud, I feel the stud like move and bounce a little bit. I'm like, oh, no, no. This is no good. So I put the drill down and I go around and their utility closet is unlocked. So I go in there to see if maybe if I can see something on the other side of the wall. Um, so I open the utility closet. And as I'm in there, I hear that my friend has picked up the drill and is going to finish the job. Oh, no. So he drills straight into a water pipe. Oh, no. Not only is it a water pipe, it is the hot water pipe. That comes directly out of their hot water. I was just I was just figuring this out as as he was drilling. Comes right out of their water heater, straight into the wall, and then goes right to their uh, bathroom, and then I assume over around to their kitchen. Drills right into it, and it's spewing water across the room, like uh, it's across the room hitting the wall on the other side of the room, and he's trying to hot water. He's trying to stop the water, and it's too hot. It's too hot for his hands, so he's like holding up. He tried holding up a finger, but the finger was getting hot, and he's trying to hold up his hands, and that's getting hot. You need a towel or something. Yeah, so I came out just to see what was happening. One of my friends is just doing laps around the apartment. She's freaking out. She has no idea what to do. My ex-wife She's got the zoomies. is sitting on the couch, I think annoyed, and then um, uh, the, the people whose house we were at, um, the guy was sitting on the couch, and then the girl was like in the bedroom trying to like – I think she had already gone to get towels and stuff because she knew it was going to be a mess. And they're freaking out. What do we do? How do we turn off yeah. the water? So I ran back into the utility closet and I found the valve and I shut off the water to the um, to the hot water to the apartment. And it, their bedroom was absolutely soaked. Oh, man. Absolutely soaked. And uh, so they had to call maintenance. And there's the people that like don't ever want to call maintenance because they don't want to bother them or it'll be embarrassing or whatever. And they just had to... I just had to call emergency maintenance because the water leak. So he came in. The guy came in. He cut a hole in the drywall where the, the thing was. The hole was right in the center of the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he um, just made sure the water was off. And then he 
patched the pipe that day, like that night. He fixed the pipe, turned the water back on, and said, I'll be back uh, tomorrow to fix the drywall. And there was no big deal for him, and he left. But it was a wild time, man. <laughs> it's funny to see, like, uh, if you've never seen your friends, like, in a emergency kind of crisis, it's funny to see, like, what they do. That's that's the story I have about, the hell are we talking about? Uh, pipes. Pipes. Yeah. <laughs>